Hello everyone, this is Brother Evangelist James Eads with Watchman Street Ministry and with Repent Radio. And today's message is Apostles. You know, there's a lot of people going around calling themselves apostles. I know a few people that call themselves apostles that used to call themselves bishops and now apostles. But a lot of these people that call themselves apostles, what, they're in it for the money. They try to get rich off of people and make it look big because they are apostles. But how is it that these people wants to call themselves apostles, but are they really apostles? Think about it. Are everyone that says they're apostles, apostles? Well, let's start out in Revelation. It'll be in either two or three. Uh, Give me a... Oh, here it is. We'll start at the chapter 2 of Revelation. We'll start at verse 1. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, and who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not and hast found them liars and hast borne and hast patience and for my name's sake hast labored and hast not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. Okay, so must do the first works over 
or else he will come quickly. Okay, but back here is saying that thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and hast found them liars. Okay. Well, are the apostles getting, did they, were they all rich and had their best life now? Back when uh, the church started? Without the persecutions? Without getting their heads chopped off or stoned to death or uh, had their heads chopped off or even put in uh, like uh, what happened to John where he, all that burned up uh, oil, I think it was, that was, uh, they tried to burn him to death, but he survived it, and then went to the Isle of Patmos, which was a prison that time. Well, uh, were they rich, like today's apostles try to be? All right, I'm just trying to get y'all to think. I mean, think about it. Okay. I'm going to start at verse 6 of First Corinthians chapter 4. And these things, brethren, I have in figure transferred to myself and to Apollos for your sakes, that ye might learn in us not to think of men above that which is written, that no one of you be puffed up for one against another. Doesn't want anyone to be puffed up one against another. For who, okay, verse 7, for who maketh thee to differ from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now if thou didst receive it, why dost thou glory as if thou hadst not received it? Now ye are full, now ye are rich, ye have reigned as kings without us. And I would to Elohim ye did reign, that we also might reign with you. Doesn't want you to be too high-minded to where you think you're being puffed up, thinking better than another and uh, shouldn't be no difference from one another on these 
the leaves. And if you received, why well, act as if you didn't receive it? And then he says that ye are fool and are rich and reigned as kings without them. And he wants you to reign that they might reign with y'all. What it's saying. Verse 9. For I think this is where it comes about the true apostles. It's not like uh, every, like a lot of people tries to make it out to be. A glorified uh, where you get rich, you live the best life and stuff. It ain't that way. Sure, you'll have a blessed life now and then later, but it won't be the way that these people try to make it to be. He says, verse 9, For I think that Elohim hath set forth us the apostles last, appointed the apostles last, as it were appointed to death, So what's it saying here? That Elohim hath set forth the apostles last as it were appointed to death. And then it goes on to say, For we are made a spectacle unto the world and to angels and to men. I know you were thinking it's a glorified life. But uh, you're listening to this now that says, For I think that Elohim hath set forth us the apostles last, as it were appointed to death. For we are made a spectacle unto the world and to angels and to men. An apostle is made a spectacle unto the world and to angels and to men. Verse 10, We are fools for Messiah's sake, but ye are wise in Messiah. We are weak, but ye are strong. Ye are honorable, but we are despised. Now, that don't sound like it's the best uh, life now. Saying that the apostles, they are fools for Messiah's sake. While we are wise in Messiah. And it says we are weak. Talking about the apostles. But ye are strong, talking about the others. Ye are honorable, but we are despised. So you've got to be despised, weak, 
and a fool for Messiah's sake. And let us not forget and made to be a spectacle unto the world and to angels and to men and appointed to death. And last, being apostles. And then here's some more. Even unto this present hour, not the past life. Not saying, oh, that was before I came to Elohim and now I've got the perfect. No, it's saying even unto this present hour. What's at this present hour? We both hunger and thirst. Hunger and thirst. And are naked and are buffeted and have no certain dwelling place. Remember what Yeshia said. Foxes have holes and birds have nests, but the Son of Man have no place to lay his head. Think about that. You're getting right here that even into this present hour we both hunger and thirst and are naked and are buffeted and we're not talking about Golden Corral either and have no certain dwelling place and labor working with our own hands, being reviled, we bless, being persecuted, we suffer it. So nevertheless, working with their own hands and being reviled, when they're being reviled, it says we bless, being persecuted, we suffer it. Verse 13, being defamed, we entreat. So when they're being defamed, they entreat. We are made as the filth of the world. That don't sound like these apostles these days. Wearing suits and ties and all that. Being defamed, we entreat. We are made as the filth of the world and are the offscouring of all things unto this day. And then he says, I write not these things to shame you. But as my beloved sons, I warn you. Think about that. We're going to go back to verse 9. Well, we'll start back at verse 8. 
and work our way through back to it. Just read it back through. Verse 8, Now ye are full, now ye are rich. Ye have reigned as kings without us. And I would to Allahim ye did reign, that we also might reign with you. In other words, he's telling them that they are full and rich and have reigned as kings without them. And he said he wished they did reign, that they might reign with them. Because I'm sure he would rather reign with them than to be going through what he's going through being an apostle. And then it says, verse 9, For I think that Elohim hath set forth us the apostles last, as it were appointed to death. For we are made a spectacle unto the world, and to, the, and to angels, and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake or Messiah's sake, but ye are wise in Messiah. We are weak, but ye are strong. Ye are honorable, but we are despised. Even unto this present hour we both hunger and thirst and are naked and are buffeted and have no certain dwelling place, and labor working with our own hands, being reviled we bless, being persecuted we suffer it, being defamed we entreat. We are made as the filth of the world, and are the offscouring of all things unto this day. <clears throat> I write not these things to shame you, but as my beloved son, I warn you. For though ye have ten thousand instructors in Messiah, yet <coughs> excuse me. Allergies. Okay, uh, for though ye have ten thousand instructors in Messiah, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Messiah Yeshua, I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore, I beseech you, be ye followers of me. So he's saying to be followers of him. And then, for this cause have I sent unto you Timotheus, who is my beloved son and faithful in Ahiah, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways which be in Messiah, as I teach you 
everywhere in every church. Now some are puffed up as though I would not come to you, but I will come to you shortly if Ahiah will, and will know not the speech of them which are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of Elohim is not in word, but in power. The kingdom of Elohim is not in word, but in power. Think about that. What will ye, shall I come unto you with the rod, or in love, and in the spirit of meekness? I mean, think about all that. I mean, that's sort of what they go through. I mean, that's a hard life. And a lot of people think that it's easy. I'm trying to look up another area about it. But I just wanted to give y'all a little thing about apostles. Most of these people that call themselves apostles these days, they ain't really apostles. Because a lot of it goes against what the word of Baha'i teaches. Okay, here's some more. Second Corinthians chapter six. We'll start at verse 1. We then, as workers together with him, beseech you also that ye receive not the grace of Ahiah in vain. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation, giving no offense in anything that the ministry be not blamed. But in all things approving ourselves as the ministers of Elohim, 
in much patience. In afflictions, this is what the ministers and apostles and all go through. It says, but in all things approving ourselves as the ministers of Elohim, in much patience, in afflictions, in necessities, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings, in fastings, by pureness, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Ravak Kadash, by love unfeigned, by the word of truth, by the power of Allah, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well known as dying, and behold, we live, as chastened, and not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing all things. O ye Corinthians, our mouth is open unto you, our heart is enlarged. Ye are now straightened in us, but ye are straightened in your own bowels. Now for recompense in the same, I speak as unto my children, be ye also enlarged. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Messiah with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? Think about this. And what agreement hath the temple of Elohim with idols? For ye are the temple of the living Elohim. As Ahiah hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their Elohim, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith Ahiah, 
and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters. Seth, Yeshua Almighty. But what it's saying here goes with what it says in that chapter 4 of 1 Corinthians. I mean in the ministry part. And much patience and afflictions and necessities and distresses and stripes and imprisonments and tumults and labors and watchings and fastings. We're going to have to get ready for all this to happen here in the States. People get ready. Yeshua is coming soon. If you don't know him as your Savior and King, repent of your sins. Surrender your life to him. Live for him. And y'all have a blessed rest of the morning in Yeshua's mighty name. Peace and shalom.